0: Welcome back to the SC HARPAC podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome with me, as always, the 5.8 to my pack It is the Luke Heary to my Sam Walker. It's Nom. Nom, how are you, mate? Yeah, very well, mate.
1: I um so, so Roosters, we were looking at this team
0: here yeah, and look at the averages. I think both of our jaws sort of dropped
1: <laughs> about yeah.
0: Um, yeah, looking at it. Another team where is there an MVP or great because you know, the average is just speaking to, I think, what type of season it was. And I'll start us off on no, the first thought. I know we throw this to you, but I'll give you my first thought. Let's cast our mind all the way back to round one this year. So in the off-season, Dolphins to get the spoon. Dolphins, you know, first season in the comp, going to be a bit of a speed hump for a lot of teams. Roosters, they're going to top all the Panthers. Roosters going to get back in the winner's circle. That first round... They get absolutely thumped by the Dolphins. And from there, if you loaded up in the Roosters early, it was a pro, it was pretty much a tough season the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, it's it's a hard one. Uh one word to describe them, I guess, this season for me is just average, just the bag on average, looking at some of these scores and not a single one topped out over 70 in terms of averages.
0: Let me start us off with the guy who, you know, is the gun in this team, James Dersko. Here's some interesting numbers for you, Nom. It's the first time in five years he's not he did not finish as a top five player in fairness, in Supercoach. He was drafted as the third overall in draft. He finished as the 34th overall for the season, an average of under 70, a 69.3. I'll read you, Nom, from round one to round 11. That's a very big sample size. Basically, in the Supercoach, if your guy plays 22 games, that's a good season. This is half of that season. 51, 55, 60, 22, 42, 75, 57, 61, 29. They are not James Sedesco numbers. There's one injury-affected one in there. But this is a this is a guy who, if you thought that they want to win the premiership, you thought that he would have another gun season. Let me start it off here, Norm. Was this the last prime Teddy season? Or do you think that there's more in the tank here?
1: Yeah, look if you look, I guess you've got Supercoach and you got, you know, real-life NRL and a lot of people have been calling for Teddy's head in terms of both, you know, the rep arena in terms of your origin and Australia. And so, I guess, you know, he's actual. I mean, it might be a bit tough to, I guess, pin it down straight on Teddy. I mean, the Roosters as a whole didn't have a great season. So... Yeah, but to say whether this is, you know, his last season of, you know, being a first round pick, it's super coach. Um I think the head says yes, but I feel like in some people's heart they'll still go first round.
0: Oh, I I think there's no way now, comp, especially that he falls outside of the um first round. I've got him as the 13th overall player on the big board right now. Um I just look at it, you know, he scored 11 tries. That's a decent number for Teddy. Um, you know, he's not a guy that pushes into that twenty twenty five. so 11's good. 11 tries this as well, so there's plenty of attacking stats, but five scores five scores below 50, four scores above 100. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see where he goes. Let's go to the rest of this team, but because like you said, 60s and 50s. So the next guys that all average you know, in the 60s. Only two more guys, Joey Manu, Nat Butcher. They're in the 60s, so let's put them in the great. But then in the good, Sam Walker, Joe Sueli, Junior Pauga, Daniel Tupu, Billy Smith, Luke Keary, Lindsay Collins, Victor Radley, all in that 50s range. It just looked, To me, it looks like a team that I'm going to try and focus on those middle rounds, but I can't really justify an early round pick on, really besides Teddy, Manu, Butcher, and Sam Walker. I don't see the next guy that or I would want to commit a big round pick to. No. no, not a
1: chance, Um, especially with the, some outside backs between the wingers, the Tupus and Sua Lee. Generally, they, yeah. Yeah,
0: that, I think. I'll, th- I'll throw yeah. this to you, Nom. I'll throw this to you. So that back line that was a bit distorted to this year, heading into next year, bringing in your boy, Dom Young, all of a sudden you've only got four positions in the wings and the centers. you got Sueli, Pauga, Tupu, Billy Smith, you got uh, Dom Young. You know, you've got some of these other guys who have been trying to push into contention. Um, and there's going to be injuries affected as well. To me, it just seems like a team that. Uh, I I'm just struggling to see where the the genuine guns. I know Sue Lee finished the season like a house on fire. Uh, so did Sam Walker. But then we go to the guys. You know, let's start with one of the fails here. Cheese, uh, Brandon Smith. Where does he go next year? Because I still don't have him as one of those top hookers.
1: Yeah, it will be interesting because Hooker is such a shallow position and, you know, cheese, you've got, I guess he's he's a big name, you know. Um, You know, Brandon Smith in the years gone past, Uh, I think there was one year he got, like, 70 average, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I yeah it was close. Um, Yeah, but I feel like this season has, is, I think the sort of final nail in the coffin, is there for Brandon Smith and in super coach wise? And I don't think anyone's going to be looking at him, you know, in the first eight rounds.
0: The Roosters uh-huh. have always had these guys that, you know, are very, very good NRL players, but okay, super coach. I think to Luke Keary and Victor Adley as two that, you know, if NRL form came into super coach, they'd be picked a lot higher, but they're always around that 50 mark. It just seems that this year and maybe heading into the next year, so there's a couple of guys I think you can throw a cheese in there. Some of their bench guys like an Egan Butcher you can throw in there. Some guys I'm interested but not Let's go to Josh Wong because he finished the season really strong, big Sue Wong. And he's someone that we need, obviously, to start that conversation with Josh Wong. We need to start the conversation with Angus cried and Satili Tupanua. So I think it's safe to say that Nat Butcher has locked down one of those edge spots moving forward. I think Nat is the future there on that edge. You've got Tupanua who's coming off a big neck injury. We we have Angus Crichton who was about to go to rugby two weeks ago, and now he he's not wanted. So that two RS has always been a big strength for the Roosters. You kind of think of Sonny Bill, you think of a guy like Boyd Cordner, you know Angus and these sort of guys, stars. Josh Wong has a chance to lock it down there with Nat Butcher, and it leaves a big hole for where those two previous stars go. Yeah, it's
1: it's crazy we're talking about that in twenty twenty three because you know, just one or two seasons ago, your locks was uh Satili Tupanua and Angus Cryden. Yep. But um yeah, between I guess preseason mishaps and injuries, um yeah, you've got your Nat Butchers and C O along definitely rising up. Oh, yeah, Angus Cryden. I mean, I know a bloke in our league would have drafted him first round without a uh-huh. without a blink of an eye going into first round uh this 2023 season, but yeah, I, I don't think you could even realistically draft the yeah. when you're sort of starting the team side, just in terms of job security
0: anymore. Yeah, I think it's at least a double-digit round uh, commitment for Angus. You know, if it comes in, in the off-season that he's, you know, he's put in the work and he's back in there and he's going to start round one, I think he'll obviously shoot up boards, but like you said, he was the guy that was going in the bottom of the first round, early second round, since we've been doing the like draft com. so I don't think that he will be back into that point. But let's go two more guys I'm very interested in heading into next season. So Terrell May, I think, uh, again, finished season with House on Fire, averaging around that 60 mark, really good base about him. You know, these last four rounds, 58, 52, 72, 65. Um, you know, the minutes still weren't massive. You know, he had that 51 against the Ravens, by then, but it was around that 40 mark. And my boy Sandon Smith. If he can somehow get into this side, I don't care whether it's a halfback or hooker. He just looks like a genuine super coach gun to me. And I think that um, I'm definitely going to sash him next year. If he does retain that jewel, I think he will be hooker halfback, um, which would be very nice. And one cheese injury, a Luke Keery head knock, a Sam Walker knee injury. Sam will be the first man in. I think he does a really, really nice job when he's out there.
1: Yeah, um, did Sentin Spiff not sign anywhere else? So he's still with the Roosters there.
0: Yeah, still with the Roosters. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, look, he he definitely sort of passed the eye test. He he did look pretty good when he was um starting and um he had lots of involvement, which generally does translate to super coach points. So yeah, not a bad
0: stash. 2024 thoughts, Nom. So obviously this was a tough one because there was no really great players here. There was no real there was a couple of fails, but just a lot of good and mediocre in the middle, average players, you know, guys that you need to fill out your, your super coach team with, and just, you know, get me a 40 to a 50 heading into next year. Are we high on the Roosters? Do we think there will be a premiership threat with, you know, Spencer, Lanou, Dom Young coming over. Do we think another healthy season of Sam Walker, Teddy, you know, like you said, getting bashed all off season and he might have a good, uh, international campaign to lead him into the 2024 season. Is this a team we should be, you know, right now in uh, October? Do we think this is a team we're going to go high on? Do you think the team is going to go low on? Some value, some overreaching? What's going to go on here? I mean, you can't
1: possibly go high on like, them after the last season you've seen. But, um, look, they're always there in the bouts in the finals. And so, no doubt, the Roosters are probably going to be, you know, uh, up there in your top six chances again, I guess, going into the 2024 season. just. Just because of their pedigree, you know, they've been one of the most dominant teams in the past decade. Um, Yeah, but in terms of how they'd go super coach wise, I mean, aside from, I think aside from Teddy and Manu, yeah, you can't, there's no one really interesting me outside those first, uh, in those first sort of two, three rounds.
0: Yeah, I think you're bang on there. I think there's five guys. um, And if you sort the uh, app by average, they're the five guys. It's Tedesco, it's Manu, Nat Butcher, Sam Walker, Joseph Sully. I think those are the five. I think Dom Young has a, has a chance to work his way in there, depending on how he fits in that Rusev structure. But those are the five. And I think the rule of thumb for me is going to be, you know, I'm going to need 10 picks less than this year's draft. So if you look at Teddy, he was the third overall player. I need that to be 13. You look at a guy like Joey Manu, he was number 11. That needs to be maybe 21. Um, those, that's where I'm kind of leaning. I don't think I can go first two rounds on those two blokes. Second round, let's have a discussion. I think Sam Walker's in for a bit of a bounce back. I think people will be a bit low on him. He'll be very low in the app in the pre-draft process. So he might be one that you can kind of steal round three, round four. Um, but yeah, I think this is a big wait and see for the Roosters. I think they're going to be one of those teams that after the draft, if you're brave enough and draft some of these Roosters and they go really hard and really hot off the start, they turn into very nice, interesting trade chips. If they start slow, then the low ball offers and the let me try I think this is the year where you can grab Teddy for, you won't have to rip your team apart if he starts slow again. If someone drafts him, you know, eighth overall and he starts really slow for those first three weeks and you've got a guy like a Will Kennedy, who you drafted you know, pick 90 and is averaging 15 more than Teddy. I think that's a this is the season where it won't be impossible to get get him this year. I think that's my kind of point for these roosters. This big superstar value for some of these guys, I think is starting to erode. Uh, even a guy like Joey Manu, you know, we always said, once he goes to fullback and 5-8, look at those scores. They weren't really there that this year, you know, compared to previous years. So I think this is a team that needs an injection of youth. I think Dom Young, Spencer Lanou, perfect for that. I think someone getting out some of those guys, you know, the like of Hutchison, Momorovsky, um Corey allen a few guys like that have moved on and probably get some youngsters in there but yeah i'm very very i think those two last things we just covered today the sharks and the roosters are two of the very fascinating teams heading in next year because they could flip the switch and be a top two top three super coach asset or they could drop even further and you got you're starting to panic now with some of those high picks that you did
1: yeah um Yeah, Roosters is is one of those teams where, you know, you know the upside is there, but I guess there's just a bit of risk and question mark going into the 24 season, I think. Um, Is
0: is Trent Robertson the coach? That's another one. You know, that could also factor in, you know... (laughs) Mate, I don't know. If if they have another season where it just doesn't go right... Not to say that they'll sack him, but is there a tap on the shoulder to say, Trent, it's probably time to pack her up? I'm not sure. That's what I mean. This is where... This season, I think, like I said, the Sharks and the Roosters to me are such parallels where you're the one superstar and super coach in Teddy and Nico. you got some really nice players like Nikka and Manu. And then there's a lot of average in the middle there. You've got two coaches who, I wouldn't say they're on the hot seat, but it's definitely a make or break season for them in terms of you know their their trajectory heading into the future. And yeah, I just think that they're they're two teams that I've kind of got highlighted right now to go, I need to see how the internationals go, and I want to see how the first bit of the off-season training goes. I want to hear some really good stories about Teddy's in, you know, has dropped four killers in the best shape of his career. I want to hear Nico Hines is working with whoever he's 580s, and they're, you know, first in last. I want to hear all those type of stories.
1: Trading the so, house down, you know. We I, I want to hear all that. On Sean
0: Johnson, the bodybuilder, leading into the 2023 season. and Look how oh, that turned what... I want to hear all oh, that. I want to hear Joseph Sully, He's turning his back on rugby because he sees the future with the Roosters. I want to hear those type of stories, and that will really get me pumped up. But, but right now, these two teams are a bit of a wait and see for me.
1: Yeah, just, just on a side note, um, you mentioned Teddy's first 11 rounds. I was in a position where I I was thinking Trent trading for Teddy, you know, mm-hmm. that mid-season. But um, yeah, interesting that idea, because I guess Gutherson, so, Gutherson sorry, has always been that sort of realm where... He wasn't as super coach relevant, but look, he finished the season on pretty much an eighty. So um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see how how the tables have turned and uh, where
0: these fullbacks rank going into the twenty twenty four season. Hundred percent, mate. Mate, we'll leave it there. Thank you for coming on, mate. Alright, it's always a pleasure. And thank you everyone for listening. Get on the socials at the SC Halfback. Wherever you get on your socials, get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We will hear from you soon. Cheers.